Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hello. How good it is to be with you today, as always. (laughs) And uh, today I'm on the East Coast, so it's a lot later than I normally do the show for me. And uh, it's nice to have a change. Next week I will be in England. This week I'm fresh off the Course in Miracles conference in Chicago. We had a spiritual hootenanny in Chicago, and that was an absolute blast. Oh my goodness, you'll definitely benefit from attending the next one in 2015, and I believe that's going to be in New York, I think. So, it's always so powerful, really, really deeply nourishing when we come together as a spiritual family and celebrate our divinity. Absolutely precious. Oh yeah, isn't that wonderful that we get to do that? And... Uh, next weekend, actually just in a few days now, uh, I'll be flying to uh, England for the Course in Miracles conference in the UK. It's in Birmingham, and I'm really looking forward to that. I haven't been to Birmingham, but uh, of course the point is to be with the uh, folks in the UK for their Course in Miracles conference. And... Uh, I'm I'm going to be there with Earl Purdy and Gary Renard and Ian Patrick and um, Patricia Black from uh, Ireland and uh, Patricia and I are doing some events in Ireland in June and all of this is listed on my website jenniferhadley.com. Go to the events page and you can click through to everything that's on my calendar. And I also want to just say a heads up before I I start us off with a prayer here. I'm going to be in France for a couple of weeks uh, uh, later in May and early June. And I would love to see you there. So I've got some details there on my website and also later in the year going to Greece and Italy, and Sweden, and I think Sweden anyway, um, Germany, yes. So those details are uh, emerging there on the website, and I would love to see you if you're in Europe. So we're really becoming a global community. And of course, Living a Course in Miracles, the uh, eight-week series begins on May 9th. And that's totally free, 16 classes, 8 weeks, with Gary Renard, Colin Tipping. Uh, uh, gosh, I just saw everybody but Colin at the, <laughs> at the conference in Chicago. So we had, we have Regina Don Akers, and Maria Felipe, and Reverend Deb Phelps, and uh, Earl Purdy. So wonderful, wonderful classes, and so many people came up to me and hugged me and said, thank you, thank you, thank you for these wonderful Living a Course in Miracles classes. Many people told me they uh, got, the classes got them through the 
um, intensity and it's been just amazing absolutely amazing uh, how much feedback I've gotten about these classes so please join they're all free for you 16 classes starting May 9th and our topic this time is stop the suffering open your heart and free your mind doesn't that sound good sounds good to me So let us place our hand on our heart and be so grateful and so thankful that we can choose healing. And that's what we're doing right now. All healing is at the level of the mind. So grateful and so thankful to take a breath and to remember this right now. So grateful and so thankful to open our hearts to the power and the presence of divine love living through us and as us. It's our true nature. So grateful to place on the holy altar fire of divine love the weapons of lack and attack. Yes. Taking a breath. Invoking the higher Holy Spirit self into our awareness. Remembering I am that I am. (laughs) The birds outside are happy about that. Yeah. Remembering I am that I am. Yes, indeed. So grateful that we can remember the truth of our being. So grateful to open our hearts to the love that we are. We are the perfect givers and receivers of love. This is our true identity. We accept our healing now. And in gratitude, we allow it to be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Yes. So, all healing is at the level of the mind. Uh, over the weekend, I did three workshops, and each one was so completely and uniquely different from the other. It's lovely, although they all had the same title. I love how spirit is that way. It just whatever is needed for the people in the room is what comes through. And it's beautiful. <laughs> and what what came through for the topic today is really to take a look at this again. All healing is at the level of the mind. Because when there's any kind of a sense of peace is not here, joy is not here, freedom is not here, that there seems to be a block in the flow of these things. It's always because of our thinking. So that is the nature of our experience in this human walk, that our experience is what we call the world of form. I call it density a lot of times because I like to remind myself over and over again Girl, stop working in density, stop trying to push form and work in the invisible because the invisible moves instantaneously. There's no opposition in the invisible, whereas it can seem like things are hard and difficult and challenging and horrible, terrible, awful, painful in the world of form. So we do our work in the invisible so that we can shift things easily, quickly, powerfully. All thought produces form at some level. 
there are no idle thoughts, and our thought plus our belief is a power that can literally move mountains. This is These are all things that are told to us in A Course in Miracles. I remember each time I read those for the first time, I thought, oh, so much power in those statements. So true. So Spirit led me to Chapter 27, Section 5, The Healing Example. The only way to heal is to be healed. The miracle extends without your help. It's my page 576 in the text. Chapter 27, Section 5, The Healing Example. The only way to heal is to be healed. Accept the miracle of healing and it will go forth because of what it is. It is its nature to extend itself the instant it is born. And it is born the instant it is offered and received. So, this word offered is so valuable to us. I was uh, teaching in my advanced Masterful Living class yesterday that about offering practice. And it is such a healing and nourishing practice to consistently be making offerings of all kinds. So we make offerings of thoughts of appreciation. We make offerings of our gratitude. We make offerings of love and compassion. We make offerings of abundance and prosperity. We make offerings of joy and beauty and harmony. So these offerings can take the form of sharing some food sharing some abundance in any form that abundance is experienced, sharing our prosperity. So that could be sharing uh, a loving home, extending that, Uh, having an offering practice, being grateful. I know I was in uh, the airports yesterday in Chicago and in Newark, And I had so much stuff and sometimes they open up my bags and they want to see what's in there. Like, what's, what could that possibly be? And then they find, oh, it's a stack of CDs, right? Or I've got equipment, recording equipment and filming equipment, things like that. They want to go through all that stuff. And I don't mind, but sometimes I pack so tightly. It's a challenge to get it all packed up again. And um, I don't mind, but sometimes the time is short, the lines are long, and it feels challenging. And sometimes I'm carrying a lot of weight, and uh, <laughs> and I need help lifting things, hoisting things up into the uh, luggage racks above our seats, and you know, all that kind of stuff happens. And I notice that what I do before I uh travel is i i call for prayers from my the folks in my spiritual community and family and i ask uh for angelic ass- assistance divine assistance to help me move through everything with ease and grace because there's no extra charge for asking the angels to help it's uh, like when i um I used to be able to serve in the Agape prayer ministry once a month. I did that for 
I don't know, 10 years, 12 years. And um, I would answer the phones and uh, pray with people. And at the end of each prayer, I would say, thank you so much for calling. And they would say, why are you thanking me? Thank you. And I'd say, well, if you didn't call me for prayer, I wouldn't have the opportunity to pray. So, for instance, I offer a daily prayer, my prayer for today, uh, every day. And you can call and listen on your phone. Or you can get the email and click and pray uh, with me and listen online. So, it's... Uh, no charge, of course, to listen online. For some people, it might be a toll call to call that Southern California number and listen to the prayer. And um, I offer those prayers every day because it's, oh, I f- it feels so, it's one of my favorite things to do each day is to record that prayer and feel the connection with my prayer partners. So, Having an offering practice, being grateful, uh, sometimes I forget to thank the angels and all the divine assistance. And of course, the angels come in all forms, right? It's that person that helps you hoist the bag <laughs> into the luggage rack. It's the person who um, inspects your bag with you with such kindness and respect. And the person who pats you down... <laughs> going through the line because sometimes I get patted down for some unknown reason. Maybe it's my heart of gold shows up. (laughs) Kidding. Um, But, you know, you go through all these things and there's, when you're open to receive it and you're constantly offering love and support, then, of course, like attracts like. And as I say all the time, it does seem as though in this world of projection, uh, it's the law of projection that you are going to experience what you receive. It is done unto you as you believe and what is done to you, what is what you do to others, you will be done to you energetically in some form or fashion. So having an offering practice of gratitude, love, compassion, joy, peace, harmony, all these things all my musician friends constantly offering harmony. And we can do that. Uh, I was earlier overhearing someone on the phone who was upset and annoyed and frustrated and um, being curt. And so I just sat making offerings of ease and grace, calling forth divine assistance, knowing that peace was happening and there seemed to be peace at the end of the phone call. So we make these silent offerings and these silent gestures. Um, sometimes uh, it always seems to be at exactly the right moment uh, when finances are particularly tight that someone will hand me an offering that will help me make it from this day to that day. And so... When we are in a living offering practice and a receiving practice, giving thanks all the time, even if we remember later, sometimes it's not until many hours later after something wonderful has transpired, some great assistance has been given to me that I remember to just give praise and thanks to spirit 
I thank the person who helped me or the situation that went so well. But uh, then I make that, because time is an illusion. So it doesn't matter when we give thanks, in a sense. It's just giving prayers of gratitude and appreciation all the time. Because when we give those blessings, count our blessings, move into gratitude, then what happens is we are energetically shifting everything right then in that moment. Yes, we are. The cat just came in, said, oh, I can feel something good happening in here. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> um, it's This is how we do it. This is how we do it. It's so beautiful. And uh, it feels like it's time to take a break, so I'm going to do that now. <sighs> I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Hey, so we're back and we're talking about offering. So what it says here in the Healing Example, Chapter 27, Section 5 of the text, that our that the, the miracle is born the instant it is offered and received. No one can ask another to be healed, but he can let himself be healed. And then, and, <clears throat> excuse me, and thus offer the other what he has received. So that's that's how I operate, is that I am constantly offering what I'm receiving because I get so much. There's such an overflow of goodness that I am now experiencing, just in terms of peace of mind, harmony, freedom, joy, liberation, that I'm so very, very grateful that I can share, and so I must share, I do share. It's wonderful. And one of the most powerful things is to share gratitude. Gratitude literally multiplies the good. It multiplies the good. Yes. Yes, it does. And so very often people are in pain and in suffering and for no money whatsoever. If they can move into gratitude, they can shift their mind with ease and with grace and no finances involved. They don't need anyone's help to do so. What a blessing. So we can be grateful that... Uh, there's a beautiful bird singing outside the window. We can be grateful that our digestive system is working. We can be grateful that we can walk. We can find all kinds of ways to be grateful. Yes, we can. And so it's offering gratitude. It's an offering practice. Now, one of the things that David Hoffmeister and I talk about all the time, that spiritual practice 
is really 99% practice and 1% study. But many spiritual students have it reversed. And uh, I really sometimes feel like if, if I had a dollar for every time someone told me that they don't have time for spiritual practice, that they would if they could, that it would... I probably have enough money to put a down payment on a house. (laughs) But you see, the thing is, is we take our spiritual practice with us into every moment, into every conversation, into every interaction, into every in-between. That We're driving down the road. We're blessing the people that are walking on the sidewalk. Uh, it's, It's like that. And there is so much opportunity Oh my goodness, so much opportunity for us. And we, we let it pass us by, but we don't have to. That's our choice. We don't have to. And so I'm inviting you to think about it this way because gratitude, it, it makes it easier for us to see and hear and feel and know clearly our divinity and the divinity of all life. And that's what we're interested in. So people make it so hard. They make it conditional. Right? They make their spiritual practice conditional. But it's not, and it never will be. That's just a ploy of the ego. But many people don't recognize that the ego is driving their spiritual practice. And the ego is saying, you better do this, you should do that. If you don't do this, you don't do that, then this is going to... But see, the spirit, our own I am presence, never speaks to us in that tone or in that way. Ever. So we're learning to recognize the voice of the I am, the voice of the Holy Spirit, if you like to call it that. No one can ask another to be healed, but he can let himself be healed and then offer the other what he has received. Who can bestow upon another what he does not have? And who can share what he denies himself? So many times there are spiritual practitioners and healers who would like to be a more beneficial presence on the earth. They would like to have a stronger, more successful practice. But they are not focusing on their healing work. They are saying, I don't have time to do spiritual practice because I have to run my business. I have to get more clients. I have to do this. I should be... And you see... If I be lifted up, I draw all unto me. That's what Jesus said. And I really think it's the greatest marketing principle of all time. So simple. So simple. And so many spiritual practitioners throughout the centuries have demonstrated this to be the truth. That when we invest ourselves in our own awakening, we put that on the front burner in truly expressing our divinity, because we are love. This is what we truly are. And the only impediment is the belief that we're not. The only impediment is our decision not to express love, to give ourselves permission to express unloving thoughts and feelings, to give ourselves permission to blame and to shame. I think it keeps coming into my mind in the last few days to share this, so I'll share this here, that I've come to see that one of the most 
detrimental things that we sometimes do is we say things to others that plants a thought of doubt in their mind, a thought of doubt about themselves, a thought, a thought of doubt about their loved ones or their own abilities, some thought of doubt. When what, what would be the purpose of that? The only purpose is we're working for the ego, helping the ego spread the thoughts of doubt. So let us spread faith. How can we do that? Appreciation and gratitude. Kindness and compassion. So this is our living spiritual practice. We can be in that active practice all of the time. Instead of segregating our spiritual practice from our life, we fuse them so that there's just the one life and it's a living spiritual practice it says here who can share what he denies himself the holy spirit speaks to you he does not speak to someone else see because there is no one else there's only you there's only the one your decision is everything Yet, by your listening, his voice extends because you have accepted what he says. This is why, you know, in the manual for teachers, it says, it talks about who's the teacher of God and who are their pupils. And it says, your students have already been assigned to you. This is not something that you or they can change at this point. At this point in the script, this has already been a decision that we've already made. So, and it also says they're only waiting for you to wake up, to hear the holy call, to listen and to live in love, to extend love, to extend gratitude. So if you are a light worker or anyone who's looking for more customers, more clients, more sales of any kind, more support, more friends, more uh, a romantic partner, a business partner, if you're looking to get anything, here's the, the formula, the miraculous formula is to have Give all to all. So what it is, is first you recognize that you have, and then you share it. So you wouldn't share something without first recognizing that you have it. So we're sharing compassion, we're sharing love, we're sharing peace and harmony and abundance and prosperity. And that is the offering practice. The Holy Spirit speaks to you. He does not speak to someone else, yet by your listening, his voice extends because you have accepted what he says. Health, right? Now we're talking about healing. All healing is in the mind. Health is the witness unto health. As long as it is unattested, it remains without conviction. So Jesus is really telling us here how to have a healing of any kind. So you could apply this to your health. You could also apply it to your finances, to your relationships, your physical body, your emotional body, your mental body. You can apply it to any of these things. Health is 
the witness unto health. As long as it is unattested, it remains without conviction. So you see that gratitude. I'm grateful for the health that I do have. So maybe you have trouble breathing, but you have great digestion. Give thanks for what you do have. Maybe you have trouble walking, but you can breathe perfectly. Give thanks for what you do have. Maybe you feel um, uh, overweight and unattractive, but you, you have beautiful hair. You have beautiful eyes. Give thanks for what you do have. Appreciate what beauty you see in others. Appreciate and bless the the health and the well-being that you see in others. I know I, I used to be an avid yoga student. <laughs> the cat's sitting in the window and the birds are having fun with her. Oh my goodness, that is funny. They're taunting her. Sorry. <laughs> Life is cool. Oh, and the cat's like, I can't take this. Okay. Uh, we're... We're appreciating what we do have. It says here, only when it has been demonstrated is it proved and must provide a witness that compels belief. No one is healed through double messages, you see. And this is the thing is, we say one thing and do another, right? We say one thing and believe another. So that's where our healing can take place, right in there. Absolutely right in there. If you wish only to be healed, you heal. If you wish only to be healed, you heal. But if you wish to be in attack and blame and shame and regret and resentment and hurt and fear and doubt and worry, thoughts of revenge and jealousy, which is your free will choice, you have the right to choose those kinds of thoughts. You might think it's involuntary, but that's not actually true. feels true sometimes, though, doesn't it? But it is true that we are the ones who are in charge of what we think. So thoughts arise in our mind, into our awareness, but we actually choose to think them. There is actually a gap between the thought arising into our awareness and our decision to choose it. And as spiritual students, we must learn to recognize that gap. And I say, get in the gap, mind the gap, because it that's your decision point. That's your choice point. It's you choose what you're going to think today. It doesn't seem like it until you start to discipline your mind. So when you're interested profoundly in getting in that gap, when you're profoundly interested in seeing where your choices lay so that you can make higher choices, you can make choices that are more peaceful, more prosperous, more healing, more nourishing, more supportive, more joyful more harmonious, more compassionate. If you're interested in seeing that choice point, all you need to do is ask. Ask and it is given. The maximum load of support is always available to you according to your willingness to accept it. That's how it works. It's your little willingness is required. If you wish only to be healed, you heal. Your single purpose makes this possible. But... 
if you are afraid of healing, then it cannot come through you. The only thing that is required for a healing is a lack of fear. Okay, well, I know some people are thinking, throwing up their hands. How do I get to a lack of fear? Oh, my goodness. You don't think I'm trying to do that, get to a lack of fear? Well, I guess I'm never going to have a healing because I don't know how to get to a lack of fear. Here's how you get to a lack of fear. Fear is the byproduct of choosing thoughts of separation. Fear is the result of choosing to judge, choosing attack thoughts, choosing grievances. Give up your grievances, your attack thoughts, your thoughts of lack and limitation, and you won't experience fear anymore. I know. I've, I've done this homework. <laughs> I've done it. I mean, I, I work with it every day because I notice anytime I become disturbed even a little bit, oh, you know what? I was thinking a thought of lack and limitation. I was thinking thoughts of lack and attack. There it was. I was holding on to a grievance. I wanted to be right about something and I lost my peace, my connection to peace. But you see, then we can just make an offering. Going back to that again, make an offering of that thought. And the practice that I learned that worked so well for me still does is I'm not interested in that lack thought anymore. I'm not interested in that attack thought anymore. I'm not interested in that grievance anymore. Higher self, holy self, holy spirit, I am that I am. All of heaven, angels, ascended masters, Mary, Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, Kuan Yin. Please take this thought out of my mind so that I never think it again. And please share the benefits of my healing with everyone. Making an offering again, you see. Offering the thought, offering the benefits. Bookend it with offering. You get into a living spiritual practice that costs you nothing. Costs nothing to have this practice. It is so powerful and deeply healing. This is why I offer my Finding Freedom class, my seven-week spiritual boot camp. This is why I offer the year-long Masterful Living class. This is why I offer the eight-week Living A Course in Miracles class. And Living A Course in Miracles is totally free. Sixteen classes. We start on May 9th. You can go and register at livingacourseinmiracles.com. So it's a free for 48-hour replay. If you would like to own the classes, you can. And you can study them and listen to them over and over again. Or you can just participate free and listen during that 48-hour period. And then the people who do purchase the classes, they are literally paying for everyone. So thank you to the people who purchase the classes. It's a beautiful way to make an offering. And uh, you can do that for as little as $67 for 16 classes. Oh, my goodness. And you can get the transcripts and all of that for an extra $20 and the downloads and bonuses. So it's very inexpensive. We really, uh, we really don't make any money off it, but we get to pay a lot of people and employ them doing good work, and they do do very good work. So the only thing that is required for a healing is a lack of fear. How do you get to a lack of fear? You make an offering of the thoughts that create fear. Yes, that's what you do. It's time for me to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to online radio at Unity FM. 
where A Course in Miracles, live in the love, walk in the talk, right here, right now. I'll be right back. Do you know what you want in life, but you don't know how to get it? How could your life change if you had a coach in your corner cheering you on? Join me, Coach Carla McClellan, and fellow certified life coach Drew Rafkin from the Academy of Coaching Excellence for Spiritual Coaching, Tools for a Vibrant Life, October 18th through the 21st here at Unity Village. With our years of coaching experience, we can help bring your life into focus, turn dreams into goals, create a clear path to success, and motivate you to keep going. I hope to see you at Unity Village. Learn more at unityvillage.org slash spiritual coaching. If I were brave, I'd walk the razor's edge Where fools and dreamers dare to tread And never lose faith How is life working for you? Would it be okay with you if life got easier, simpler, yet more meaningful and vibrant? Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesday afternoons for Vibrant Living. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to make your life more vibrant. Is there something in your life you'd like help with? A dream you'd like to achieve? A relationship you'd like to improve? Call into the show toll-free for Coaching with Carla. That's Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What if we're all meant to do what we secretly dream? been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. So we're back and we're talking about healing in the mind, that it is a living practice and an offering practice helps us to receive. Because when we're offering all the time by, in really we're sharing, 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 sharing in so many ways. And the best way to share is simply in the mind, doing our work in the invisible instead of pushing density. Then... It all starts to transform because all healing is at the level of the mind. The fearful are not healed and cannot heal. This does not mean the conflict must be gone forever from your mind to heal. Hey, how about that? The conflict doesn't have to be gone from your mind in order for you to heal. You can start healing. 
It doesn't mean it, the conflict is gone forever from your mind to heal. For if it were, there was were no need for healing them. But it does mean, if only for an instant, you love without attack. An instant is sufficient. Miracles wait not on time. All right. Now, what is one of the most popular ego sayings related to healing in time? Time heals all wounds. Uh, No, it doesn't. It does not. It does not. And we all know that it does not. It does not. It does not. It does not. Time has no volition of its own. There's nothing in the nature of time. Time doesn't have a nature. It doesn't have any ability to be healing. Why? Time does not exist. It is an illusion. It's part of the illusion. The holy instant is the miracle's abiding place. Right? The holy instant When we choose to recognize that we are one and that we are the perfect givers and receivers of love, that what we need to love and be loved is already pre-installed. It is a decision of the mind. All healing is at the level of the mind. The only thing that is required for a healing is a lack of fear. The fearful are not healed. The fearful are not healed and cannot heal. This does not mean the conflict must be gone forever from your mind to heal. For if it were, there were no need for healing then. But it does mean, if only for an instant, you love without attack. That's it. For an instant, you love without attack. Unconditional, wholehearted love. So what I'm inviting you to consider to do is wholeheartedly love whatever it is that you think is unlovable. So if you're looking at your body and you would like to have a healing, wholeheartedly love your body. Your body is a projection of your thinking. Wholeheartedly love it. Move into love for it. If your children are struggling with addiction and depression and poverty and lack and limitation and hurt and shame and blame and all those things, wholeheartedly love them just as they are. Do not think that anything needs to change in order to be more lovable. Give that thought up forever and you will be healed. And you will be able to extend healing towards them. Because you cannot share what you do not have. Have love. It's your true nature. So love is the kingdom. You are the king in the kingdom. You are love. This is why when we express something other than love, it will still be a divine expression, meaning that it will still Bring us benefit because no matter how much suffering we create through the use of our mind, through the choice to think thoughts of lack and attack, no matter how much suffering we create in the physical, in the mental, emotional, in our relationships, no matter how much suffering we create, it will bring to our awareness the byproduct of our thinking. And someday we'll say, I have had enough. 
enough already. I have had enough of making myself miserable. In paragraph 5 here it says, A dying world asks only that you rest an instant from attack upon yourself, that it be healed. So to transform the world, begin to make a practice of resting an instant from attack upon yourself. Yes, right there. See, no one else is needed. So even if you're uh, quadriplegic in a wheelchair, you can do it right from there. I saw a wonderful movie not too long ago. It's, it's, and you know, you might think it's a little risque, but it was very inspiring to me, and it's funny, and it's sweet, and it's very touching. It's called The Sessions with Helen Hunt, and I got it from Netflix. And it's about a man who's a quadriplegic, and it's based on a true story. And at the age of 40 years old, something like that, he decides that he'd like to have some sexual experience. And so he hires a sex therapist, and he's writing a series of articles about it. And uh, so here he is. He's quadriplegic, right? He can move his head, and that's it. And uh, at the time that uh, this man was alive, he was in an iron lung. He slept in an iron lung. And it's it's a true story, and it's quite funny, quite touching, and it's a beautiful example of... Miracles are possible, most amazing miracles. We can call them forth. It's our willingness. But we have to stop choosing the thoughts of lack and attack. So let's just start with ourselves. Let's just start with ourselves. And I know that based on all the many, many, many people that I have talked to, that it is the hardest thing for people to stop attacking themselves. They derive some benefit out of it, some value, and it's habitual. But they can change their mind. They can change their mind. I know. I know because I've changed my mind. I used to think that there was something horribly, terribly wrong with me. And now I know there was just something wrong with my thinking, not with me. Yeah. So this is, this is the path to healing here. And then I love this on the next page again. We're at page 578 now, chapter 27, section 5, the healing example. And it says here in paragraph 6, Healing replaces suffering. Who looks on one cannot perceive the other. So when we look on healing, we can't perceive the suffering. For they cannot both be there. And what you see, the world will witness, and will witness too. As I am lifted, I draw all unto me. I must be devoted to seeing rightly, to see with God's eyes, in order to have this healing. Become The more devoted we become, it says just before that, the holy instance radiance will light your eyes and give them sight to beyond all suffering, so you can see Christ's face instead. And but Christ's face, remember this is being channeled from Jesus. So he's talking about the Christ within you, your Christ-like nature. You'll be able to see that when you choose to value the holy instant, which is your choice 
to live it in your loving heart for even an instant. Thus is your healing everything the world requires, that it may be healed. So this is how we heal the world of effects and all the ills of the world. It really is by changing our thinking. So we get in that gap. The thought arises in our mind, I'm not good enough, something is wrong, something is bad. Some attack thought arises and when it does, we notice we don't feel happy. We've The peace has left. The joy is left because we cannot energize a fear thought. And be in our right mind, be in our loving heart at the same time. So we must always be choosing, must we not? We're always making a choice to leave heaven and dwell in hell or to go back to heaven. We're always making these choices all day long. So it's about really becoming awake to it. I think that's why Spirit had me call my daily blog offering of inspiration and daily prayer my daily shot of spiritual espresso (laughs) so it's it's waking us up paragraph eight problems are not specific but they take specific forms and these specific shapes make up the world and no one understands the nature of his problem so hey you don't understand the nature of your problem you're in good company no one does (laughs) If he did, it would be there no more for him to see. Its very nature is that it is not. It's not there. And thus, while he perceives it, he cannot perceive it as it is. So if we perceive that there is a problem, we experience a problem. That's how it works. That is how it works. Yes. Your healing will extend and will be brought to problems that you thought were not your own. All pain just means it's time for healing. So we begin with energizing unconditional love to choose to dwell there in compassion, generosity, kindness, patience. So I just, I'm almost out of time here, but I just want to say yesterday I was doing something with my little nephew who I just adore. I don't get to spend that much time with him, but I'm visiting my brother's family in New Jersey. And we were doing something together, and he was doing something that he really enjoyed, kind of jumping back and forth on the couch and uh, grabbing a hold of me each time he did. And it was it was disquieting to me. I didn't enjoy it. But he was enjoying it so much that I just kept working with my mind and just allowing myself to feel peaceful in the face of the challenge. And... I did it because he was enjoying it. And I wasn't being a martyr. I was, I, this is my opportunity to work with my mind. Cause it was just the thought that he shouldn't be doing that. But there was no reason why he shouldn't be doing it. He was having fun. So we can work that way all the time. Let's place our hand on our heart and take a breath of love and gratitude. Call forth our healing right now. Share the benefits with everyone and give great gratitude that every minute of the day we can be in our spiritual practice. And we are. In gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone. We let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Please register for Living a Course of Miracles, livingacourseofmiracles.com. 16 classes. We start May 9th. I love you. Have a great week. <laughs>